All right, welcome, welcome to this podcast. This is our fourth podcast of the new season. This is the third podcast in our success and how to breed success. So today we got Ben on the podcast and we have Ahmed and myself, Kana, on the podcast. So first, let's get to know Ben a bit and he can start talking about his career, how he came to this point and his education. Just introduce yourself, you know. Sure. My name is Ben. Um, I'm from Iran. I came here 10 years ago. Uh, I went to Turkey for a couple of years and then got the visa and came here to Canada. Currently, uh, I'm a student, part-time. Uh, I have a full-time job as a accounting and finance. And also, I have a part-time business that I own with my uh, friend, Yosef. It's like a limousine business, and we provide limousine uh, services. I'll tell you later if you're interested yeah, yeah, about sure. it. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just working, studying, yeah. So, like, I met you back at Seneca. This is Ahmed speaking. Uh, I met you back at Seneca. We were in the accounting and finance program. Yeah. We met at a co-op, and at that co-op, <clears throat> it was called the Investment Administration Solution, Inc. People used to think that was a fake company. It yeah. sounds like a fake yeah. company, honestly. <laughs> Investment Solution, Inc. Like, I worked at a company called 23E2 Business Service. I'm like, that doesn't sound real. Yeah. So, it was real. It was real. If anybody's listening, the company was real. My buddy, Ben... I know Ben yeah. is like the most common name as well. It might be fake. <laughs> <laughs> we worked together and we made twelve dollars yeah. an hour. Bro. Yeah, it was good. Good work. Yeah. It was good work. I remember, but when I when I started, you were leaving. Right? Yeah, yeah. You, I, you I, were you were co-op ends, and I think you were uh, my trainer yeah, for exactly. some of the two weeks or something. Yeah, two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, he was my trainer and training me. And yeah. I remember I was asking you, okay, what's good about this place? Is it good? Is it, <laughs> yeah. it was my first, my first office job in Canada, actually. I was in third year of college and yeah. I was so excited. I was like, oh, I got an office job. I'm going and I'm going to be like dressing nice. 12 bucks an hour. 12 bucks an hour. <laughs> that was a big deal. Yeah. It was big, man. Yeah. yeah. But now I'm looking back at it. I'm like, oh, that was a good times because we i met lots oh, yeah. of students like you we were in the same college but we met at the exactly. uh, co-op position we never met in the college but then after that we started to yeah, uh, see each other yeah in school and, and then and then i went to york and like we, we both decided like yeah we, we went to new york and we were we had a full-time semester together yeah that was fun and then uh, I drifted apart. I started working full time sure, yeah. and doing part time, and you you kept going with your yeah. full time thing. Yeah. So we both we made a decision. I made the decision. I'm gonna stay in full time school. Yeah. And you chose the path of going working and do part time. And part time. So we, yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You split in two different paths. So yeah. I can see where like where you ended up, and you can sort of see where I ended yeah. up. Yeah. It's like oh shit. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Now you have your own business. I'm still looking for my side hustle. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, we're all looking for that side hustle. One of us is actually trying to find a job. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. So, like, you, you said your limousine business. We like to plug our friends' businesses. Yeah. So, please, go ahead. You can talk about your Instagram business, uh, your Instagram page and what your business does. So, my, my business called Toronto Limousine. Uh, Toronto, I chose the name because we live in Toronto. But my capital city of Iran called Tehran, so I call it Tehranto. Yeah, so that's spelled uh, like S T H R A N T O. 
Yeah. That's uh, how it's spelled. I like the name. Man. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we, me and my college friend, who is Amos' friend, we yeah, partnered. Uh, I mean, originally, his name is Joe. His full name is Joseph. We call him Joe. Joe started, uh, so he drifted apart actually at college. Right so, away. Yeah, right it, it was three of us. Three it was me, Ahmed, and Joe. Joe yeah. uh, we finished college. Joe started his limousine business. He said, I'm not doing university. Me and Ahmed went to university first semester. I drifted apart, and then Ahmed stayed. Uh, but Joe started when we graduated college, and uh, we kept in touch on and off, and uh, I was talking to him and I said, hey, how's this business? And one day I invited, we went to the Shisha mm-hmm. for the first time. We sat down and I was like, how's this business, man, you're doing? I'm looking for a side business to do. And he said, oh, it's very good. And uh, he's from Iraq. Yeah. And it was like in my culture, people get married and mar- marriage is a very yeah. common thing. So right. I, I do limousine for weddings and those sort of things. And I was like, oh, sounds good. How much mm-hmm. do you charge? How is that? How is this? And he was like, yeah, it's a very good business, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was working in another place full-time, too, at the time. Mm-hmm. And he basically invited me. He said, hey, if you have some money or you want to do business, you can mm-hmm. take care of the Persian and Farsi community of the business. I know they have lots of weddings. You can take on uh, weddings, uh, proms. Or uh, club runs, mm-hmm. I don't know, those sort of things. Whatever yeah. limousine does, basically. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll think about it. Yeah, six months passed by, and then I reconnected. I was like, hey, you know mm-hmm. what? I, I really want to do something on the side mm-hmm. on the weekends. And this business was really good because I had my full-time job. It wasn't that risky. Mm-hmm. And I could do that on the weekends right. without taking the risk of um, quitting my full-time job. Exactly. So I started doing that, and uh, I made a website. I, uh, but what I did, I, my uncle is a website developer. Mm-hmm. I was like, can you copy the website? He copied the website of uh, Joseph, uh, Joe's website. As an example. Yeah, I just he changed the name and everything, and uh, I started an Instagram page. And word of mouth, I just I told my friends, the friends told friends, and I started getting calls for weddings. Mm-hmm and different sort of occasions i had i had some people uh, calling just for pickup drop off from mm, airport and stuff. airport oh. or there was uh, someone's wedding they called me how much would you get how much uh, would you do from oshawa to dave and buster he's uh, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty far. the wedding yeah. was dave and buster it was pretty far but uh, all sort of inquiries i got but the funny thing about my business is i originally opened thinking about that I'm going to have so many customers in Persian community yeah, yeah. and Farsi community. But so far, I could tell 80% is out of that community, yeah. all the customers <laughs> that I have. It's so funny. Damn. Yeah, and I do most of my advertising in the, uh, I would say 80% of my advertising is in the within the community, like Persian community for the wedding. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, my other 20% is working, which is outside of the community, mm-hmm. is working better. Wow. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it about the limousine. So, so, so in hindsight, Yusuf started his business right away after school. Yeah, you started sort of partially. Yes. Like, is it my turn now? <laughs> 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 what do you think? Do you think your education helped with your business, or did you think education sort of just a backbone? You know, education helps. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know i thought about this hundred time man yeah. like i was like if i go back four years ago do i gonna do That's go good. accounting on finance or am i gonna go start my own business or do something else to be honest both have pros and cons i would mm. say like if you don't go to school it has its own advantages right. and disadvantages i would say but yeah definitely because i did business so it gave me that view to the business that how right. i'm gonna grow how yeah. i'm gonna find customers how i'm gonna advertise and the knowledge of marketing we learned mm. it wasn't that much couple courses but we the basics yeah right? the basics yeah. and those stuff those stuff sort of helped but i would say for this business maybe two years my first two years of university would be enough for yeah, this sort of yeah, yeah that's what i think <laughs> mm. but would you feel as secure right now without your job and your education that's the thing yeah so i have this education i have mm. my full-time job i feel safe I, feel, mm. i know at the end of the day i have a good job that is paying my bills and, right. and i'm kind of free i can do whatever i want on this side right so so it's kind of my plan b which is kind of my plan a right now but it's hopefully in the future it's going to be my plan b like what i'm doing in accounting and finance because eventually i'm thinking uh, going into the real estate business and sure. just buying houses getting people to run away there and basically flip them because uh, i've seen a lot of people around yeah. me making good money off that so i'm thinking of doing that but for that i need a little bit of capital, capital. yeah, yeah. I, that's what i'm doing yeah. so i'm i'm just trying yeah. to save up for that big capital start with the condo or small uh, house townhouse and make it right. two make it three and just keep flipping it basically. is in the condo market right now booming in toronto it is so i think condos be the best thing to flip if you get some use run down you condos. know condos i think you should sit on and that's what i heard uh, you should buy it and wait for it until it goes higher right but if you buy it like let's say bungalow for a cheap price you do 80,000 of renovation and you flip it for 150 more or 100 more basically yeah you can't really fix it just yeah. a condo yeah but like the like real estate in general i think the first step is just do what you can afford right yeah yeah whatever is an option yeah at least you have some sort of equity at a certain point yeah. in time especially yeah. in toronto i think mm-hmm. I think man in a couple of years mm-hmm. Toronto is going to be in New York everyone is going to be leaving outside Toronto only like high end high Nothing people going to yeah, yeah. going to be living in Toronto and everyone else is going to be pushed out of Toronto and they just travel to Toronto for work how it is in New York right yeah that makes sense because yeah. Toronto is getting more like expensive yeah. just like Vancouver downtown Montreal downtown yeah. like yeah. we only have very few cities that can become the next like exactly. New York or like California yeah. so two huge things that they're doing like Google I think it's called Sidewalk Labs is building their own like little city on the east side of the downtown core and Disneyland is going to Center Island so there's going to be a Disney a Disneyland in Toronto on Center Island really yeah Wow. So those two things alone make me think that if these massive companies are betting that much money on Toronto, unless World War III breaks out, yeah. we're going to be pretty secure just buying yeah. some property yeah. in the area. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's good. I mean, think about it. Uh, just to yeah, yeah. basically what you said, that 
all immigrants are coming to either Toronto or Vancouver, as you said, or Montreal. There are few cities in Canada that they have choices and families, right? Exactly. And with the amount of people that are coming to the city, they're going to need houses, they're going to need, like, yeah. basically place to stay, and obviously the prices are going to increase. Increase, yeah. Yeah, constant growth of the customer base. And talking about immigration... So I came here when I was 11 months old, so I don't, I barely feel like I'm anything other than Canadian. 11 years. Yeah, 11 months old. Months. <laughs> so not even 11 years, just 11 months. <laughs> I, 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 know, I didn't know speak my first word probably. And I think I started walking after I got here, so I never took a step in Pakistan where I was born. Yeah. Uh, so how was it for you? You only came here 10 years ago and you adjusted. Yeah. You got your education and your business. Yeah, I went to, when I came here, I went to grade 11. I went to high school. Mm-hmm. And then um, I graduated from high school. It was so hard, man. Like in, in the first year, it was so hard because the culture shock, I heard the word before coming. Yeah. But I had the biggest, like I felt it truly was this culture shock because I was used to some stuff that yeah. people in high school weren't used to. And like they thought I'm kind of weird. Like what? Like <laughs> I don't know, like, my jokes and, like, this stuff, like, you know how, yeah, my, yeah, the way yeah, I was yeah. talking and everything, what I was doing, basically translating my yeah, culture yeah, jokes yeah. to English, which <laughs> didn't have any <laughs> meaning for everyone, right? Yeah. And they were like, what is this weirdo saying? Yeah. Like, they, they didn't think it's funny. Well, who's at your school? Were there any other, like, Iranian people or Persian? There were Persian people, so, I, but at the same time, I wanted to be... Oh, basically Canadian. with Canadian people yeah. to make my English better. Right, right. So I was always trying initiating conversation with them, but in, in, in the first couple of years, it never happened to work because, <laughs> I don't know, out of my five conversations, one of them, it was, they didn't think it's, it's relevant or it's yeah. funny. And also the language barrier I had, I had. Yeah, plus, yes. I, yeah. plus one thing is, uh, <clears throat> through audio, you can't see this, but you're like, you're giant, bro. You're like six, like six feet. Four, right? So people would probably be intimidated. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy, you're not, you're like, oh, yeah. My friend, it's like, oh, yeah. And imagine, like, I was, I giant. think I was six four at grade eleven. You're done. Yeah. yeah. Done. And and I remember uh, toward the end of my education, uh, I think yeah. uh, grade twelve. I had to go to adult high school because I was, uh, I think my age was too much for uh, right, high, right. high school. Yeah. So I kind of went to adult high school and finished the diploma. I went to to the one, it was, uh, was where was it? Uh, around Yorkdale. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and then, <clears throat> what did I do? And then, yeah, I, I started uh, Seneca. It was close to your house. And I was lost, yeah. Yeah. I was lost so much, I didn't know what I want to do. So I started with HR, Human Resources, and I did that because... Did you know that? No, I didn't know no? that. Yeah. So, so this is how... You're learning something new now, eh? You're learning yeah. something new on this podcast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, remember, I did not see I did choose HR because I had a co-worker at McDonald's, and uh, she was doing HR at yeah. Seneca College. And yeah. I was like, okay, which one of the business majors I should do? 
she said, well, I'm doing HR, and I didn't know what I like and I want to do. I knew I like business. I was like, okay, let's do HR. <laughs> okay, was it like because it? she said she was doing HR, or because she looked hot? <laughs> <laughs> That's a real question here now, right? Was it because she was hot, <laughs> or is no, because she, just she was way older than me? <laughs> she was way older than me. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> 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 now she had your mind, that was supposed to be. It's just to get some... I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> No, but yeah, and then actually, yeah. And then you found that accounting is your passion. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. I went through HR for the first semester. Then I, <laughs> it's so funny because I quit my McDonald's job. I went to shoppers, right? And I met this, my shopper managers. He studied business management, right? Okay. I was like, oh, I'm studying HR at Seneca. He said, oh, that's good for you. I was like, what did you say? He said, I started business, business mm-hmm. management. I was like, oh, I was wondering which major is better, HR, management, accounting, finance. He was like, uh, you know what, um, do accounting. I, um, I got business management, I'm in shoppers, like, I don't have yeah. no office job, yeah. nothing anymore. Do accounting, I specialized, yeah, I was like, okay. So after first semester, I went change my major from HR to accounting. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> And then I realized uh, I actually like it because right. back then I still was struggling with the language and accounting didn't have numbers. language. Yeah, numbers, it was all yeah. numbers. Yeah. And I liked the money, like I, I liked yeah. how money works and how the interest and those sort of things. So I did that. Yeah, that's how I started. And then the rest was how yeah, we, we met at the co-op and everything, yeah. Making the toolbox an hour. Right? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. That toolbox an hour was... Really <laughs> we, we used to walk to Lakeshore during our breaks. Because that job, it followed the stock market. So we used to go for like three, four hours to Lakeshore. Yeah. And then walk back to work and then continue yeah. our jobs. Yeah. That job was good, actually. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like we could have learned a lot more if we sat with those senior yeah. managers and people yeah. and like talked to them. But we just wanted like our first job, chilling yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense as a student. You don't really want to work as much. Yeah. yeah. But you learn from that experiences, right? So like so for now, I just wanna, I just wanna get my CPA, mm-hmm. get a management type of position, and right. get make my yeah, money and then just save for a couple of years. I I wanna do my real estate as well right. and grow the limo business on the side because limo business. It doesn't. I don't see any potential to be as a full-time business because mm-hmm. limousine. Everyone needs it only weekends, yeah. Saturdays, Sundays. Yeah. During the, the week, it's really hard to get customers, and it it doesn't worth it. Basically, it doesn't worth you the time putting to it. Yeah. So I'm gonna keep that as a side business for now because mm-hmm. it's a very good side business. You know, it it pays for my uh, vacations and yeah, you know all the exactly. good stuff. Basically, yeah. I get out nice. of the limousine, my car or whatever yeah. it is. And, um, and yeah, I'm gonna follow that goal of real estate. Basically, my goal is basically my goal in five years would be mm-hmm. I have I have couple of property and I just collect the rent, manage yeah, the properties exactly. and just, yeah. I want to be in a similar situation. Yeah. That's how I want And we all want to be in that situation where we yeah. have a couple yeah. of businesses going. Yeah. And the money sensible, just coming in. It's yeah. the most sensible option. I think what we do is we normally ask our guests, there's three types of people, right? <clears throat> I'm about to bring that yeah, up yeah. too. Yeah. There's three types of people that we, we believe. There's the dreamer, someone who just loves, loves to dream a lot, right? Yeah. And just think of ideas but never do. Then there's the realist who 
looks at everything with a realistic mindset and is like, this is A, B, C, this is what's real, right? The dreamer is like going like too far and some of that stuff he's doing is not realistic to real day. And then there's the hard worker who just does the work and who every day works hard, works the hours, works what he needs to do to get to the point where he is. Which one do you believe you are? To be honest, I think I'm the hard worker because oh, I work full time every yes. day. I go yes. to school two two days a week, Indeed. seven to ten p.m., which sometimes I really want to fall asleep at like yeah. nine thirty at the class. Yeah. Then the, the other days after work, everyone goes home five o'clock. I'm sitting in the office doing homeworks and studies, mm. or answering calls or inquiries for the limousine on the weekend. Saturday morning, I have to wake up. Go drive the limousine or clean the limousine or do something about the limousine. And I have only Sundays off, which most of the half of the day I have to do my own personal things, laundry and those sort of stuff. And in the evening, there is some free time to spend with family or friends, basically. So hard worker again. I would say, I don't know. (laughs) We attract hard workers as guests. Because... Myself, I'm the dreamer, so that's kind of talking, and then Ahmed is like the realist. Okay. I just go step A, step B, step C. I love to dream and think of ideas, but I just need to start doing. That's why I started the podcast. It's something that makes me start to do instead of start to think. Because you can either think or do. If you always think and not do, then you're just going to be stuck. But you know what I I like about you is uh, you do what you like. You know, there isn't, you're actually taking the risk. To do whatever you like to do and basically your dream make it happen some people are basically satisfied with whatever they have and i don't like that because if you don't like your job if you're not enjoying what you're doing just go quit it and just try and put the work in and just make it happen whatever you like it to be basically i agree with you like I just quit a job because I wasn't satisfied where I was going. So yeah. I'm like, yo, I just got to re-grind, re-figure out what's the next step and just make money. Yeah. Like, well, I'm going to make money. Find the happiness with that comes with money because money cannot bring you the true happiness people desire, right? Yeah. Money money just helps you not worry about money problems. Yeah, that's true. Because most problems in our life is money problems. It's like Jay-Z said, 99 problems but a girl ain't one. <laughs> Your 99 problems are money problems usually. That's true. Yeah. Paying bill, paying car, paying insurance. Like, I don't, I don't know, sorry to interrupt, no. but I, know, I think I heard it from somewhere or I read it. Apparently, 70K or 75K is the line that the people... <laughs> no, no, no. Is the is a line that uh, once you hit that 75 and afterwards, you, you smile and you don't yeah. care about money anymore. You care about what you're doing yeah. after that. And I think that is true. You're, you're like, I think people have money problems. And once they solve that, that's a moment they realize, okay, they want to go after their dreams and things. whatever they're like. Yeah. yeah. Because that's what society is built on, right? First Sorry? have money and then you can worry about everything else. Yeah. yeah. In your opinion. What what is success to you, like as a per- personal, on a, not as a definition, but really just personally? Hey. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just a balance. I guess I like to have a balance between my personal time, work time, family time, or mm-hmm. friends time, or whatever it is. Uh, I want to enjoy, have a piece of all together. Mm-hmm. Have a portion of each. I don't want to miss anything. So that that's that's the point. I think I'm I'm successful. You know, I'm I'm getting my leisure time. I'm getting my work 
time or I'm getting my knowledge or right. whatever it is. Yeah. So that's how I think about it. Very different. How answer. about you guys? I wanted to know. Yeah, like I don't know. For me specifically, success is being able to obtain the goals that I achieve, like I set for myself. So mm-hmm. I know that's more vague than what you said, but my goals would be financial goals, uh, personal goals, like uh, like w- between friends and family. And every time I achieve those goals, I feel like I attain success. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody answers it differently. With yourself, I'm a little bit on both for what you said because I like the goals portion. But I think success is when you have no problems and you're just living with the happiness of fam, friends, family, like what Ahmed said. You but you achieve your goals. So everybody has problems. You mean like no major problems? Like you're yeah. Able to live. No financial problems. It's just yeah. now I'm just living to live, and then I can do the stuff I I want to achieve. Like like the last time I talked about the youth soccer program, start like funds to like help my dad build a temple because he can't be handle wanting to build his first temple, right? Get those stuff done. Instead of just wait, just waiting and waiting, just get everything I would dream to be happening because I'm the dreamer, right? Not my success. Anything I dreamt of becomes reality. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, people who, I mean, growing up in Canada is nice, but I feel like a lot of people who grow up in Canada are a lot softer, and they're not as hardworking. And I think that what you experience through your childhood to where you get to yeah. defines for you what success is and what you are willing to do to achieve yeah. that. So yeah. Actually, you know, my hard working comes from uh, my grandma and my parents because I remember, man, I think how old I was. I think I was eight or nine. My mom used to send me to work with my dad, not to work, yeah, just so to be around my dad. In the, and I, my dad used to be, uh, he was a mechanic. Mm. But only for AC, like AC in the cars right. and trucks. So yeah. I, I remember I, uh, my phone was like running between the trucks. The trucks were parked, mm. and sometimes go go inside the trucks because there were different trucks, and I and I loved the whole big room of the truck and everything. Oh, yeah. So I went there, and then I think I was in middle school. My mom, my my grandma pushed me to go to construction job, wow. but not the heavy one with with right. my. Uh, um, one of the relatives with one of the relatives he, he she was like oh just take him with you like you know he, he'll have fun pick so yeah pick so, a, yeah so i used to do that and basically it started that way and, and i think i was 15 or 16 that i uh, i found myself a job at the supermarket so i was like okay yeah, I saw sure. and I loved it, man. That's I think the part, yeah. That's the point. I loved it because I was counting these money. Right? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I love money. I, 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 I love counting money. I'm working with my god. Yeah, and then I start um and I and then we went to Turkey to get a visa to come to Canada, mm-hmm. and in work Turkey I I I was home for a month. I was going crazy, man. Like I didn't know language. I didn't know anything. So I was like. Okay, I'm gonna go find a job. I find a gardening job, and then I started working in Turkey. I, I was a, I was working in a big garden. It, it had apples and those sort of things. So oh, sure. I, I used to basically put um, pesticides. Is it pesticides? Pesticide. Yeah, pesticides yeah. on the bottom of trees and just I don't know pick apples and put them in the, I don't know what is this basket, or the, 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 the dolly type of thing. The one wheel barrel. Oh, yeah, the one, yeah, the, yeah, and just bring them in the warehouse and those sort of things, basically right. the whole day, and then 
and this guy used to buy me lunch and just drop me lunch and go home again and come pick me up in the afternoon. I was on my own in the garden. It was actually I love it. It was so relaxing, man. I was just going in the garden on my own and doing things. Basically. That sounds nice. Yeah, honestly, yeah, for a job yeah. as a kid, like no, not not. I wasn't kid, but, but like for someone who's 15, 17, 18, yeah, like, yeah, it sounds like a nice yeah, job. Yeah, like, yeah. You're not dealing with people. Yeah. You're just gonna do it your own. You want yeah. like, But he didn't pay me good though. He didn't pay me. Good. He, he just paid me maybe. It was good for three meals. Imagine like paying you for only for oh. three meals. That was it. But he, yeah, that was. I was just doing it because I was waiting for my visa to come here. Right. And I was bored. I didn't want to sit home. Damn, bro. That's yeah. not, that's not I would cool never story. think. Uh, you would never think. Uh, you like gardening uh, until you do it. It's such a relaxing yeah, job, man. So peaceful. Yeah. yeah, it's so peaceful. And uh, yeah, that's it, man. Wow, bro. I didn't know so many parts of these stories. Good. Yeah, these uh, these are all the stories. Actually, I have my grandma coming here. Uh, she came in August. Okay. Nice. After ten years, she I saw her after ten years, and she when I saw her face, she brought so many childhood mm-hmm. memories because I grew up with her and I spent mm-hmm. so much time with my grandma. Wow. So uh, all of these stories go back to those times, man. That's cool. Yeah. That is really cool, man. Like, my parents have these kind of stories, but my stories are, uh, mm-hmm. I went to the mall, went to public school, <laughs> like, <laughs> I did paper delivery when I was, like, my whole childhood. Yeah, yeah. First job at a warehouse, then IAS, and then marketing and stuff. Yeah. Wow, man. It's cool to hear the stories. Yeah, really I think everyone has a journey, you know? Yeah. It's a, it's just a journey. I think you should you should bring Joe here. Once. Yeah, he I has a very good journey. Yeah. I know. I want to talk to Joe. Yeah, yeah we have to talk about people with some journeys. Yeah, Joe has a very nice journey to tell you guys. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the challenges. I don't know if he's willing to bring it up, but I'll find out. Like, there's some there's some like serious challenges he had to face. Yeah, yeah, one, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to hear his perspective of life now. Which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. So, um, yeah. in success, right? Do you think success can be bred through nature, so you're surrounded or nurtured by from like by your parents and like your friends and family? No, I think it's uh, surrounding you. I think it's uh, in the air. <laughs> it's just uh, it's nothing to be inherited from parents or coming from anyone else. I mean, money could help people boost up, but uh. If it's it's just you gotta catch it, man. You gotta, it's I don't know. You so just like, take advantage of it. It's in the air. So carpe diem. Sorry. Carpe diem sees the day. What? So see success. Carpe diem. So see sees the day. See. So if you're saying it's in the air, success in the air. So if you don't seize the success, you don't work for it, then you can't get it. Obviously, yeah. yeah. I I do agree. Yeah. yeah. Even even people with money if they have no skills or anything mm. they can't they can't do anything they can they just spend yeah. their money and in two years they're broke they we've seen the students at seneca they had audi r8s oh, show up for school, that? but then they would just go to like one class a week or something yo that's that's every university i remember yeah. people in windsor like who come like with mclaren audi r bmws oh, they come goodness. for like the one class just to find everyone they dip yeah <laughs> Now, those are the perfect examples for me when I see like, damn, yeah, money doesn't get you, make, it doesn't. You, make you a successful person. You know, because you have to have a exactly. brain and mentality to work mm. that money, you know, if you don't get that vision and knowledge and like uh, perspective that mm. how to work this money out, you're going to yeah. just finish it. Spending money, if you give it to a 
four-year-old, you're like Spanish. They know yeah, how to yeah. spend money. Yeah? Yeah. But people, when they go have educations and they learn different skills, they learn how to basically make the money and seize it in the air. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. That can still be done up in the air because some people that go to universities, even if they go to university, still don't know how to make money off the money they're earning. Because you can go work a nine-to-five job, but if you take that money and just spend it, you're not learning how to make money off of it, right? Yeah, yeah that's then, a good point. Yeah. I, I agree, yeah. So what I said is not 100%, but it could be participating. Even some people that get money from their parents that are still able to become successful hard workers. It's not 100% yeah. guaranteed. Yeah. But, yeah, you still have a chance. Obviously. Like Donald Trump in a million dollars, right? No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump <laughs> I, even worked for his money. I don't he got it from his dad. He got, but he knew how to make it happen bigger. Yeah. I don't like. He went bankrupt so many times. Dude. I don't. Oh really? He, I didn't know that. He went bankrupt a couple of times. I don't know if he really times. knows how to make money. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, but like, I don't like him as an individual, but he, he knows how to make money. He, has, he knows how to lose it too, but like, yeah. I think he knows how to lose it more than. But would you guys? Okay, would you guys consider a person who went bankrupt five times? And now he's like this, nodding, nod like a. I feel like it's not an accident. It's not an accident. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you you fall down five times. Yeah, the fact that you fell down five times is questionable. Yeah. But at the end of the day, on the bottom line, you're here. I mean, that tells me a lot about encouragement and hard work. Uh, Not hard work, or there gotta be something, you know. Yeah, some durability. Not yeah. trying to uh, support it, <laughs> <laughs> but just as a person, I'm just saying. Because so many people fall down. And, yeah. Okay. I didn't know about bankruptcy, but yo, isn't it? Look it up. Look it up. I think it's Dirty Money on Netflix. Is they talk about Donald Trump on one episode, and then there's an actual uh, documentary on him on Netflix that talks about all his bankruptcies. Yeah, he filed for is, chapter is, 11 bankruptcy or chapter 7 bankruptcy, like, who knows how many times. Oh, really? He bankrupted a casino. A casino, right? Like, you can't bankrupt a casino, so he was able to do that. And, uh, but no, his casino went bankrupt during the recession, so it's a bit harder for people spending money during then. So I understand why that made... How many other casinos were bankrupt? Yeah, okay, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, like... It's but what on is his business now? Is it the property for the property? Yeah, yeah. hotels. Yeah. It's because his dad bought so much property when his dad was yeah. making money. His dad yeah. bought this property and built the Trump name. So when he came, he just had to take over. So he didn't really like. Oh really? He's pretty okay. much a rich yeah. kid who took over his dad's business okay. and still had the skill set to make more money. But I don't know if he really learned it as like his dad. Okay. Did. See, I don't. I don't know that because much I about. I understood Trump the Trump name, but when his dad was running it was like the most reputable brand in, the, oh, in its time. Yeah. See, I don't have that. That's why I didn't know about Donald Trump that yeah, much. Yeah. I, that's just yeah. general knowledge on you. But do you remember the... Trump Tower? You Trump Tower? You were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, I was about to say that. Yeah. We, <laughs> see, we were looking out the window. We used to look at Trump Tower and get so amazed. Yeah. Every time. But when he got elected, they removed the name Trump off the tower. Are you serious? So many people dislike Trump that they had to remove the name off the building and oh. they call it something else. But no, it's still owned by him. Or like the Trump name. And that building has a helicopter thing yeah, on yeah, top. Like a landing pad. Yeah. yeah. You remember that you remember that day? Were you there that day when there was like a hundred Lamborghinis and the Clarins going in for the no. auto show? They all parked in that building. Oh crazy. really? Yeah, just all the You know when I was there, Wait. I was there for the TIFF. 
I remember people were there, like actors yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Were spending there. That was a good view. That yeah. was a nice view. Yeah. The crappy building we were in, but the yeah. nice buildings across the street. But does did Trump own that building? Or did or they just use his name? Because I know certain build uh, companies in the world just use his name. They didn't. He didn't own the building. They just bought the rights to use his name on top of the building because oh, they wanted to be associated with the brand. The companies did that, where they just bought the branding of his name to put it on top of their building, wow, even wow. though he didn't own it, and then gave him the royalties. Hey, I know I don't like him, but that's goals. Like if people wanted to put Farouk on, bro, that would be funny. That would be good, huh? Yeah. One day it's gonna be a. That's how. That's how well his dad built up the business, right? Where people just wanted to put the Trump name yeah. on it because, like, oh, Trump Tower is in such a luxury thing. He just thing. made a brand, basically, yeah, out of his family. Yeah. <laughs> they removed it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so this is leading to another thing about success because we talked about how Trump went bankrupt and everything, so he kind of failed, right? Mm-hmm. Do you believe you have to fail first to succeed, or do you think you can just succeed without failing? Hmm. I think you need to fail to succeed. I mean, it depends what do you what do you call it a failure? Yes. At what caliber you you think you failed? Some people they go after something the first day doesn't happen. They're like, oh, I failed. I'm gonna try again. But some people they they spend years and the business doesn't grow, and then they say I failed. So it really depends. Where you see that failure scale for yourself, but I think either case you have to fail to success if it's a small failure or or the big one, and basically yeah you can't go one one night you can't be millionaire in a one night man you have to basically fail before fail you. before you. I think so. What do you guys think? I mean, for me, I guess what that question is asking is, do you have to? Like you have to lose sometimes. You have to not only like let's say I had an exam. Let's say I got I didn't get the mark I needed for getting into CPA. Yeah. Right. I had to redo it. I had to retake the whole course. And yeah, I think that builds a person who's more likely to succeed in their next attempt at doing something because yeah. they experience that loss. Yeah. So yeah, I think so too. And to succeed, you have to you have to fail at some things. Like, yeah. You might succeed at something else in your first try, but it's potential that you failed on other things in the past and built yeah, who you are. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, I agree with both of you. I feel like you have to fail. It doesn't matter if you succeed at the first try, because later down the road, you're going to have to fail at something else on that path, because you can't be su- succeeding every time. Because yeah. if you are, that means you're never going to learn, I feel like. Because, yeah, you can succeed, but if you don't fail, then you don't know what you're doing wrong. Yeah. So if you're doing like a test or trying to work, like when I did sales, and I did two weeks trying to, you know, I did four weeks with the trying to kill it at sales. And I realized I have to like go back to Jargo. So I took the failure and just try to analyze what is wrong. So now I'm going to try to find another sales job. But if you don't fail, I feel like you're not going to learn. Because mm-hmm. failure is at the epitome of learning, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. All right. Thank sometimes, you, you know, sure. yeah. yeah, I was going to say sometimes, you know, for big uh, jumps, you have to take hits and step back a little or two to make a big jump. So failure, I mean, it can only push you back a little bit for a big jump. So it's good, man. Yeah. I get, I get really disappointed though. Like when yeah. I, when I, when I fail in something, let's say a course, I get really mad at myself and I kind of try to 
kind of punish myself. I'm like, oh, why, why you did that? Why, why happened? You, I agree. You tried so much, and I kind of punish myself. But then, then I kind of talk to myself. I'm like, okay, no, you gotta try one more time. This is what you did wrong. Mm-hmm. Just focus. Don't let the think mm-hmm. of like failing the course again yeah. gets into you. Yeah, yeah just like just wipe it off basically, and imagine like you're fresh again and just do it this time. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Like, don't let that negativity of feeling affect you. You need to turn into positivity. Exactly. Because like, I remember when I took this math course, I kept this every time I come back to the final exam yeah. to become negative and always fail. But anytime I was positive about my exams, I always passed with flying colors. You need to always be positive once you fail because once you go negative nothing will ever like work for you yeah that's true yeah all right man do you have any last things you want to say like basically final words any words of encouragement or something you would a message you'd want to send out there mm, no I'm, i just want to say people who look for mm. success mm. I find uh, the best thing in this world is communication mm. and connection and keep in touch with people mm. and uh, basically try to make as much as friends as much you know as much as people you may know and mm. because people make you learn from them and also you can uh, they can learn from you too so basically it's a mutual benefit and in any industry in any work in any uh, basically color or whatever it is people always bring benefits for you so that's what my dad says communication 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 in any way it is thank you you guys for bringing no me. man thank yeah, you for being here uh, no, thank you man for coming on uh if you want to put your instagram hashtag so people can check your limousine business on instagram just yeah tell them what your hashtag is and then we'll put it into the uh description later on for sure yeah uh, it's Toronto limo and i'll just give it to you to type it in later and i would appreciate if everyone follow my page and recommend my page yeah, for and sure. uh yeah thank you very much guys yeah no problem thanks for all the stop boosting listeners uh, listening out there and like let's make some toronto legends happen all right have a nice week and wait for the next one